0: Cybercrime at the moment remains a concern. And of course, one of the ways that cybercrime takes place is by hackers or those with uh, intent hacking into your personal identity and basically setting up themselves as you. But also an issue for big business, which costs in excess of 3 billion rand per annum. To explore this more, we're joined on the line by Director of the Center for Cybersecurity at the University of Johannesburg, Professor von Soms. Professor, thank you for your time. If one works at an organization, like the SABC, we often get warnings on our email not to click on certain links, this kind of thing. But how big is the problem at the moment in South Africa?
1: Well, thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, the problem is big. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if anybody really knows how big it Mm -hmm. is. I think one indicator that we can use is uh, about uh, two years ago, at the end of 2013, a very big international Um, cybersecurity company published a report on the number of cybercrime victims in the world and according to that report South Africa came third in the world in terms of the number of cybercrime victims we were only third only to Russia and China now that gives an idea because they you know they've got networks and and um, monitoring stations all over the world they should have a good idea of what's happening so Yes, that's where we stand, and in general, I think South Africa and Africa is very prone to uh, cybercrime.
0: Why don't we know the exact uh, figures uh, or how big the actual problem is in South Africa? Are people keeping this uh, undercover, or is our reporting uh, uh, crime-fighting system just not up to it?
1: Well, there is no compulsory um, regulation in South Africa to report any form of cybercrime. So if a business loses X million through some cyber, sc- cyber crime scam in South Africa, um, we won't necessarily know about it. We will know about those where um, maybe the cyber crime unit of the Hawks got involved like some cases, the Gautrain case uh, last year sometime. The, I think there was a case with ESCOM. There was a case with the Post uh, Post Bank a year or so ago. We hear about that, and those are big numbers. Those were 40, 41, 42 million, and the other one was something like 100 million rand, etc. But in general, when uh, myself and yourself are being hacked and our identity is stolen, as you've mentioned, and we lose 100,000 rand, uh, from our bank accounts, that's never reported. Um, it's reported to the banks, but the banks don't make any figures or numbers available. Uh, a company, any company who's hacked and who lost information um, doesn't report it. So that's a problem in South Africa, you know, even if your identity or if a database with your personal information at this point of time is hacked and the hackers get in there, you will not necessarily know about it because... They may not report it.
0: Prof, does that mean that we should actually jack up our regulations in this country? I understand we're one of only 28 countries in the world who actually has some sort of um, legislation surrounding this, but I gather it's got holes in it. I think the point that,
1: that you're making is very good, and, and South Africa has got a very good uh, uh, bill coming, the Protection of Personal Information Bill, which has been approved by the President, um, but has, is hanging somewhere in Parliament. It, it's not yet been in, uh, installed or it's not really become an act. And I think that's going on for at least three or four years that this uh, this bill has been hanging in Parliament. That bill, I think, is, is, is very, very strict. I, I personally think when that really becomes an act in South Africa, it is going to cause a lot of problems because companies will struggle to keep up with the very strict requirements of that bill in terms of protecting customer and client and patient information. So yes, we are potentially got it on the book, but we haven't got anything implemented at the moment. So at the moment, uh, ourselves, the man in the street, specifically small companies, there are very, very big indications or from reports all over the world that small companies are a major target for cyber criminals because... They haven't got enough money necessarily to roll out very, very strict cybersecurity measures, and they haven't got the skilled staff, which is a a big problem in South Africa.
0: I wanted to ask you to sort of unpack the differences in who's most vulnerable. I mean, yes, the 41 million, uh, the big ones, which kind of grab all the headlines seem to be you know the most uh, dramatic ones but i understand that uh, you know 99% of phishing for instance uh, comes from organized crime and they're very effective at uh, how should we say harvesting from the small guy aren't they
1: oh absolutely There's no doubt about it and and that and just uh, before we discuss that the whole idea of of cyber awareness i think it's a problem nationally we should have a national cyber security awareness program driven by the government where every man, right from the school child, the the, the early, early learner, must be made aware of the risks of surfing or venturing into cyberspace. Um, the whole idea that you've mentioned, opening up an attachment to an email or going for that $50 million that somebody has inherited to you, those types of scams are used widely, and people are every day being caught out by just, just to, to put it very plainly, by... The greed of getting something, of winning a competition for which you haven't even registered, and uh, naively, assuming that the guy who sent it to you are honest, which uh, very much the internet and the World Wide Web is
0: not. The best way of, uh, th- let's talk about uh, small and medium enterprises and perhaps bigger businesses here, in terms of the best way that organizations like that can secure themselves now and then ensure that they remain secured? What's the best practice? Well,
1: uh, that's a very good question. Um, it, it's been, if you look at the literature about this issue all over the world, it's still a fact that most of the cybercrime incidents or a very big percentage comes from insiders. In other words, people within the company itself misusing the access rights they have and therefore defrauding the company of, um, of money. So that's the one thing is is look look inside, look look inside your company, make sure, check who has got access rights to what systems, who can handle your systems. And secondly, the matter of awareness, we've we've mentioned it now twice already, two or three times, Mm -hmm. make sure that your employees, even if you are a small pharmacy with only five people or ten people, you carry extremely important and sensitive customer information, you carry medical information of your clients. Make sure that your people using your computers, accessing that customer information, uh, that they are aware what are the scams because the bad guys will try to fish them, try to get their log on information so that the bad guy, the criminal guy can log on on behalf or masquerade as you've rightly called it masquerade as that employee of your small company and then go directly into your customer information and steal it and, and do with that whatever you want so the, the two major things as far as I'm concerned uh, is make sure that you trust your people and make sure that you make them cyber security aware then of course roll out some technical solutions too but the fact is many companies go full out for the technical solutions, the antiviruses and the firewalls, etc. And then the, the, the weakest point of the, of the chain is, is the employee, the, the human factor, to make sure that you cover the human factor.
0: Excellent. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Professor von who's uh, Director of the Center for Cybersecurity at the University of Johannesburg. Basically.